Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Extraordinary thing upon the other. And when he had finished, Hugh Manners gasped. I'm mighty glad he said that you told me that. I might have made some mistake. You'd sure make an awful mistake if you tangled with him, Manners. Don't forget it. Your work, I guess. Partly, said Pete modestly. I speeded up his draw a bit, but he had the straight eye and the steady hand when I started with him. He didn't need much target practice, just the draw. And he's really fast? He's got my draw. That told volumes to Manor. And why not take him in with us? he asked, after a reverent pause. Not that, exclaimed Pete. Besides, he couldn't ride and keep up with us. He'd wear out three horses a day with his weight. Maybe we could find an extra strong horse. He ain't so big as to kill a good strong horse, Pete. I've seen a horse that carried. No good, said Pete with decision. I won't even talk to him about our business. He don't guess it. He thinks that I'm... Well, he doesn't have any idea about how I make a living, that's all. But how will you make a living if you stick with him? I don't know, Pete sighed, but I'm not going to turn him down. But ain't you about used up your money? It's pretty low. And you're supporting him? Sure, he ain't got a cent. Bull started. He had not thought of that matter at all. But it stood the reason that Pete had expended a large sum on him. Sponging, said Manners cynically. Don't talk about it that way, said Pete uneasily. He's like a big kid. He don't think about those things. If I was broke... He'd give me his last cent. That's what you think. Shut up, Manners. Bull is like a cross between a son and a brother. Pretty big of bone for your son, Pete. You'll have a hard time supporting him, and Manners chuckled. Then, more seriously, you're making a fool of yourself, partner. Throw this big hulk over and come back with me. There's loads of money staked out waiting for us. Listen, said Pete solemnly. I'm going to tell you why I'll never turn Bull Hunter down if I live to be a hundred. When I was a kid, a dirty trick was done me by old Bill Campbell. I waited all these years till a little while ago to get back at him. Then I found him and fought him. I didn't kill him, but I ruined him and sent him back to his home, tied on his horse with a busted shoulder that he'll never be able to use again. His right shoulder at that. There was a subdued exclamation from Manners, but Pete went on. Seems he was the uncle of this bull. Took bull in when bull was orphaned. 
because he had to, not because he wanted to, and he raised Bull up to be a sort of general slave around the place. Well, when he comes back home all shot up, he tries to get his sons to take my trail, but they didn't have the nerve. But Bull, that they've always looked down on for a big good-for-nothing hulk, Bull stepped out and took my trail on foot and hit across the mountains in a storm, above the timber line. And he followed till he come up with me here, where he found me in jail, accused of murder. Did he turn back? He didn't. He didn't want the law to hang me. He wanted to kill me with his own hands, so he could go back home and hear his uncle call him a man and praise him a little. That shows how simple he is. Well, I'll cut a long story short. Bull scouted around, found out that the sheriff had done the killing himself, and just saddled the blame on me. And then he makes the sheriff confess, gets me out of jail, and takes me out in the woods. Now, he says, you've got a gun, and I've got a gun, and I'm going to kill you if I can. No use arguing. He goes for his gun. I didn't want to kill a man who'd saved my life. I tried to stop him with bullets. I shot him through the right arm and made him drop his gun. Then he charged me barehanded. There was a gasp from Manners. Barehanded, repeated Pete. That's the stuff that's in him. I shot him through the left leg. He pitched onto his face and then hanged if he didn't get up on one arm and one leg and throw himself at me. He got that big arm of his around me. I couldn't do a thing. My gun was squeezed between him and me. He started fumbling. Pretty soon he found my throat with those big gorilla fingers of his. I thought my last minute had come. One squeeze would have smashed my windpipe and goodbye, Pete Reeve. But he wouldn't kill me. After I'd filled him full of lead, he let me go. After he had the advantage, he wouldn't take it. Pete choked. He concluded briefly, he mighty near bled to death before I could get the wounds bandaged, and then I stayed on here and nursed him. Matter of fact, Manners, he saved my life twice, and that's why I'm tied to him for life. Besides, between you and me, he means more to me than the rest of the world put together. Listen, Manners said after a pause, I see what you mean, and I'll tell you what you got to do. That big boy will do anything you tell him. He follows you with his eyes. Well, we'll find a horse that will carry him, I guarantee that. Then you could put your game up to him, best foot forward, and he'll come with us. Not in a thousand years, said Pete with emotion. That boy will never go crooked, if I can keep him straight. Do you know what he's done? Because his uncle and cousins tried to get me, he's sworn never to see one of them again. He's giving them up his own flesh and blood to follow me, and I'm going to stick to him. That's complete and final. No, Pete, of all the fools. Bull waited to hear no more. He stole back to the table on the far side of the room, sick at heart, and sat down to think, or try to think. The truth came to him slowly. Pete Reeve, who he had taken as his ideal, was, as a matter of fact, he dared not think what. The blow shook him to the center. But he had been living on the charity of Reeve. He had been draining the resources of that generous fellow. And how would he ever be able to pay him back? One thing was definite. 
He must put an end to any increase of the obligations. He must leave. The moment the thought came to him, he tore a flyleaf out of the book and wrote in his big, sprawling hand, Dear Pete, I have to tell you that it has just occurred to me that you have been paying all the bills, and I've been paying none. That has to stop, and the only way for me to stop it is to go off all by myself. I hate to sneak away, but if I stay to say goodbye, I know you'll argue me out of it, because I'm no good at argument. Goodbye and good luck, and remember that I'm not forgetting anything that has happened, that when I have enough money to pay you back, I'm coming to find you, if I have to travel all the way around the world. Your partner, Bull. That done, he paused a moment, tempted to tear up the little slip. But the original impulse prevailed. He put the paper on the table, picked up his hat, and stole slowly from the room. End of chapter 12